welcome back to Zenat's Inspirational Wellness Tips. So this month we have uh, Shuggy, who is the founder of Made My Date, a dating service for couples and singles. And she's going to be talking about what dating is for couples and for singles and the effects it has on one's mental health and well-being. So welcome, Shuggy. Thank you, Zena. I'm very glad to be here with you and to talk about all things dating. It's an absolute pleasure having you. And do you know what? This being February, it's a perfect time to have you on. And also with, um, you know, if anyone's listening to this podcast a few years down the line, it's uh, 2021 and we are kind of in the second year of the COVID-19 pandemic. So I think, um, it, you know, this is a perfect time to kind of talk about dating and relationships. Definitely. It is the perfect month, February being the month all about love. And definitely this year is very unique for daters with the pandemic. We have certain restrictions here in England. So definitely is a challenging year for those that are dating. Absolutely. So we've got a lot of uh, inspirational tips, um, insights to um, what Shuggy is going to share with us. But first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your services and what inspired you to go down your line of work? Okay, yeah, sure. So I'm Shuggy. I'm the founder of Made My Date. It's a very new company. We've been around for just over a year. And this is something that has been inspired through my passion for creative writing, for helping others, and for generally giving people a fun, memorable and exciting time whether it be on a friend's level or whether it be through one of the services that we offer. Um, and in terms of Made My Date, just to give everybody a little bit of an insight, we are a dating service. However, we are not just for singles, we are for couples as well. And we offer four main services. The first service we call Bespoke Dates. So basically, this is where we create a date for you and your loved one. We research, plan, book the whole thing. So all you need to do is sit back and enjoy the actual date, the moment together. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and it is 100% bespoke. So whatever anybody wants to do, we can cater for them. And if people, we have set packages, but if they want to be altered, we can do that. But if somebody wants to push the boat out, you know, the sky is the limit. We can research, plan and book absolutely everything for the lucky couple. And I think that's the second service. Sorry, Shuggy, I think that's absolutely fantastic with the amount, you know, that we live in a fast paced world. Um, so I think that's a great service to have because a lot of people don't have time on their hand. Yes, exactly. So the idea behind this service is that if you don't have time or you're lacking inspiration, or, you know, you want to make it really special, come to us for that. We take all the pain out of all the planning and the booking <laughs> and organising, and you are literally left to turn up and enjoy it, which means you don't have to focus on the budget, the planning, the booking, ringing around, ordering things to your house, for example. You can focus on just having that lovely quality time together and strengthening the bond that you already have as a couple. Perfect. And so our second service is for singles. We have singles events. Now, at the moment, as Zina said, we are in a pandemic, in a lockdown. So our events are virtual. 
and we have two events um, on the 9th of February for people aged 25 to 45. It is virtual, it's run on Zoom and basically you can turn up, mingle with lots of different people, have lots of fun and knowing that everybody that is there is looking to meet somebody and is serious about dating because they are putting the effort in during this pandemic and lockdown. So they all want to meet somebody. And it's so much fun. There's quizzes, there's riddles, there's time to spend with one other potential match in a breakout room so you can actually build a deeper connection with someone. And there are prizes during the event. So we have that event on, on the 9th of February. Fantastic. And with this, obviously, this um, podcast, we're recording it now. So um, those dates are coming up now. Is this something that you may be carrying on once we come out of the lockdown? Absolutely. So obviously, we are restricted with what we can and can't do at the moment because of lockdown, hence why this event is virtual. However, there are plans to have in-person events and to have intimate date events. So unlike the events that you may have been to in the past where you have 40 or 50 or even 100 people in one room, we believe in having smaller groups, more intimate and more deeper connections with people to really get a proper understanding as to whether you guys can have a future together. So definitely there will be updates to new events as and when the restrictions are lifted. Great. And uh, if I carry on, so our third service is a blog, which you can get access to on our website, which is www.mademydate.net. And in there, there's a section called blog. And on the blog, we have articles about dating. We have tips, advice. We often review venues, locations, and events so that you guys can hear about whether this is suitable for a date. We also have articles about how to get the best out of dating at the moment. So, for example, when the restriction came about that you were allowed to meet one other person outdoors, mm. obviously that's going to have an effect on dating and what you can and can't do. But what we created was an article that gave you eight different date ideas in that particular scenario. So if anybody needs inspiration, ideas, isn't quite sure where to go, the blog is absolutely perfect for that. And it's a completely free service. You can just go onto the website and browse at your own leisure. That's amazing. Fantastic. I think that's what people need as well. <laughs> Definitely. As the restrictions are changing continuously, it is getting harder and harder to think, right, what can I do? What can't I do? What do I feel comfortable doing? And so the blog is there as a service to answer all of those queries for everybody. Yes, I'm just looking at it and it looks very interesting, actually, absolutely interesting. <laughs> Thank you. And so the final service I'll touch upon is a coaching for dating service. Now, this service is for couples and singles and is really for anybody who is needing that little bit of extra attention when it comes to dating. And there are so many scenarios where you may require the coaching service. I'll give a few examples. You may already be in a relationship and dating each other has been the last priority. Maybe the children have come first or work priorities, mm -hmm. or it's been so long that you've almost forgotten how to kind of have those special moments together and how to show your partner 
that you love them and you care about them. You know, after a certain amount of time in a relationship, we do tend to take these things for granted. So where the coaching service can come in is we can speak to the couple, understand their love language, help them on techniques on how to express their love for each other and help them how to have quick, affordable and realistic date ideas that they can do given their current lifestyle. Mm. Another example is you may have um, a single who's maybe lacking confidence. Maybe they are shy to speak to a member of the opposite sex or they haven't been on um, virtual dates or dating online. It's a new territory for them. So that's something, again, that we can work on in the coaching service. We can work on personal growth, confidence, how to speak the correct love language, um, how to get the best out of a dating profile, even practice dating. The coaching service is again bespoke. It is unique to each person that takes on the service. We work on a one-to-one -one basis with a professional coach and we tailor make the service to the goals that the individual wants to achieve. So if it is confidence building that they want to achieve, we have confidence building techniques and workshops that they can undergo to then feel confident to go out into the world of dating. Amazing. Sounds um, like a whole package, really, because, you know, it's amazing how many people we come across that actually struggle with dating, whether it's within their self-limiting beliefs, it's their confidence or the experiences that they've had from previous dating, or they've been in a relationship for such a long time. And all of a sudden, like you said, this is something new. So this sounds amazing as well with lots and lots of support. Thank you. Yes, the idea behind the four different services is that at some stage within your dating life, whether you are single or in a relationship, you may want to take out one of these services and they are all interlinked. So, for example, if you are single and you want to date and maybe you want to come to one of our virtual dating events, but you don't feel confident in that scenario, the coaching service will help you to get to a point where you do feel confident in that scenario. Mm -hmm. And then you can attend our event and get the best out of it. And once you've then maybe matched with someone, you may not have ideas on what to do next. Like, what should I do for my first date with this person I've matched with? Yeah. That's where the blog can come in and you can get those ideas. Or if you want a little bit more um, specific help, that's where the bespoke dating comes in and we can create that perfect first date for you. So the idea behind the four different services is that they are all interlinked and they all help each other so that you get the best out of your dating life. And by dating life, we mean your romantic life. So whether you're <laughs> traditionally the word dating, people think singles matching up. But what we mean, we believe that you should date no matter what your relationship status is. You know, if you are married, you should still date your partner. You should still have those special moments together. If you are single, you should still be able to enjoy dates when you're matching with somebody. Great. And, uh, you know, that is so true. It's almost like a one stop shop that you can have everything. And a lot of dating um, sites or agencies, they don't tend to have this kind of package where you can find everything you need in order to, I suppose, have the, you know, the, the dating life that you want. 100%. Um, so we've actually 
collaborated with other companies that provide a matchmaking or a singles event service. And what we found there is that although people may physically attend in-person event, they might not actually mentally feel ready to put themselves out there. They're almost forcing themselves in an uncomfortable environment. And that's where we felt that the coaching service can help somebody in that situation because at the end of the day, everybody has the same goal. You want to meet someone and connect. Mm. But if you have these personal barriers, there's no point in going to an event until you feel ready to show yourself, to interact with people, to build those deeper connections. And so that's why we felt that the coaching service comes in handy. And likewise, and many, many people do match on various apps and websites and events. And mm. after they've matched, from matching to first date, there seems to be this big gap. Yeah. There seems to be, you know, you could easily go to a matchmaking event and let's say 60% of the people that attended found a match and nothing comes from it. They exchanged numbers, they enjoyed the event, they had a really nice fun time, but that first date just doesn't come about. And it's usually from one party either feeling unconfident in how to take it from a match to a date or they feel uninspired they don't know what to do they want to stand out they want to be different but they're lost in terms of how to create that really really mm -hmm. good memorable first impression so again when it comes to the blog and the bespoke dates service that's the idea behind that that let's bridge these gaps between not feeling confident or not having the um, right maybe mental mindset to go to a singles event and between matching with somebody and physically going on a date with somebody and then that blossoming into a relationship we really want to help in those scenarios and bridge the gaps so that it is a smoother transition between single matching dating eventually in a relationship and for couples too we really really want to like I said before, we believe that dating is not just for singles, it's for couples as well. It's really important to keep that romance going, to keep putting the effort in, to keep um, telling your loved one that you love them, showing them in a way and creating memories together. Because at the end of the day, when we think about a relationship, when we are, you know, at the later years of our lives, we want to look back and have fun memories whether that's in yeah. a romantic capacity or not, right? Ongoing, isn't it? So, I mean, I can hear that you're so passionate about, you know, what you do um, in, you know, in the words and your voice and everything. So what actually inspired you to go down this line of work? Um, so basically it is a number of things, a few personal experiences, but also the main thing was that I really enjoy two aspects. One, having a creative ability. So I enjoy writing, I enjoy creative concepts, I enjoy thinking outside the box. And I also enjoy learning about the new, new innovations, new restaurants, new events. The yeah. second side of things is that I get a personal fulfillment from bettering someone's life. So with the coaching service, where I've had testimonials from people that have literally said that the service has changed their life, that is worth more than any money in the world. You know, the fact that our service 
can change someone's aspect or uh, change someone's opinion on themselves, mm. change their outlook on dating, make them feel happier and more content with their life. That for me is a personal achievement. Because dating is, I mean, when I look at it and what you're telling me and, you know, being single myself, sometimes you kind of think it's complicated. Um, and there's so many aspects to consider. Now, is that just an individual feeling or do many people feel that way? Um, no, you're 100% right, Zena. Many, many people do feel that way. And I think, unfortunately, like other aspects of our lives, not just dating, we do tend to overthink these things and we do tend to overcomplicate situations as well. One tip that I do give to a lot of my followers and my coaching clients is to think of dating as a form of networking. Mm. And I think, you know, it's about building connections with people. It's about having similar interests. It's about enjoying each other's company. I think dating over the years has become almost a serious event. You know, it's almost like, well, if I'm going to invest my time, um, my effort, my money in a date, yeah. I expect X, Y, or Z okay. outcome. Mm. And I think the fun of it, the excitement, the um, that initial attraction that initial spark of connection has almost been lost in all of that has, yeah, and I do really think that dating is a lot simpler it's just about having fun with each other really it is I think sometimes we put too much expectations on ourselves um, and because I don't know about uh, you must see this all the time but because we're using so many apps there's so many um, demographics that we've been asked to put in so then you end up kind of being forced to say this is the type of person that I'm looking for so would you say so what I'm going down the line of is would you say that the traditional dating where we didn't have all these apps was actually better than having all this digital kind of demographics and formulas to narrow down what we want for a date that's a really, really good question. Like with any change in life, I definitely think there are pros and cons to both. Mm. In the sense of technology in general has pros and cons also, but it has a lot of benefits. You know, we have a wider scope of people that we can connect with. We have the option to be able to drill down to certain preferences if we want to. Mm. And it's so much easier, especially during lockdown and the pandemic that we're going through at the moment. It is actually easier to meet somebody virtually and still keep your dating life going during everything that's going on at the moment. You know, we have video calling, we have text messaging, we have vo voice notes, for example, Absolutely. all of these things that we didn't have before in the past. And if they're used in the right way, I definitely think that they are all positives and they're just another way for us to connect. Yeah. However, yes, there are always cons when it comes to technology and when it comes to dating, there has become a little bit of a swipe culture, especially on certain yes. apps that actually <laughs> encourage that behaviour. So if you look, I'm not going to name any specific apps, but there are apps mm -hmm. who they have been designed well, I'm on a to few, collect Shuggy, so I can mention them. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Happen, I'm on Bumble. I came off a few others, which I won't mention, but yes, it's that swiping. Yeah. You kind of get, get an emotion. You're not actually paying attention. <laughs> this is it. This is it. And so when, when you go through the those apps, 
not those ones that you specifically said, but the apps, certain apps have been designed to get lots of people on, lots of members on, and to get you swiping left or right. And often when that has, that's the algorithm that's been set into this software, it's basically creating a superficial mm -hmm. approach to dating. Because often a lot of people, whether they admit it or not, would look at a profile picture and not even read a single word of that yes. profile. Yeah. And they make a judgment based on a picture that might not even show the person at the best light. They don't read through to understand their personality. And there's a lot of also rewarding with the swiping. So there are certain apps that if you keep on, keep on swiping through, mm -hmm. eventually one of the photographs becomes a promotion or right. a competition. So they are actually emphasizing the need to swipe through. So, so you might then dismiss somebody who's the perfect match for you because you. you're trying to get to the promotion. And this is interesting what you're saying, because I kind of want to move on to the, the mental health side of things with the dating, yeah. because all of this can be quite stressful. I mean, you have your stressful day, then you've got these apps and you're, you know, you're getting stressed about swiping and not finding anyone. The, the pressures are there. I mean, when it comes to dating and mental health, what do you see as the biggest challenges and why? So what I've noticed is that although we have more options across the various apps and websites, the way we choose someone, as I've mentioned um, just now, has mm. become slightly more superficial mm. in the sense that people are looking at pictures and making a decision within three to five seconds as yeah. to whether they want to connect with that person. And what's happening is there's a massive emphasis on looks rather than substance personality. Mm. And so obviously that is going to have its own issues when we think about the way we look. Someone might not feel confident with that. There's obviously, um, you know, issues in terms of weight, in terms of skincare, all those kind of things play into your mind because you can you know, you can be affected by this. If you're getting lots of rejections, you're not connecting with people, mm. you could take that personally and think that there's something wrong with your physical sense. Yes. So from that point of view, I think it's a really, really bad thing. The other thing that's happening is that because we almost have this option now where we swipe with someone, we match with them, we have an initial conversation, but if there are one or two things that we don't like, subconsciously, we know there's an abundance of options out there mm. so I almost feel as though there's a slightly we're too quick to dismiss the people that we've matched with over small issues because we keep thinking well there may be better out there I don't like this yeah. one point so I'm gonna go look to see if there's you know the cliche Mr or Mrs perfect and so almost um, a throwaway culture within dating, mm. which then again leads to the lack of meaningful connections, which then also leads to you could be dating and you're speaking to lots of people, but you don't have that in-depth connection with someone. You don't have that substance in your relationship. So I believe that relationships are becoming slightly more superficial because of these things which obviously then has an impact on your mental health if you don't feel yeah. truly connected with somebody. Yeah. You know what? Also, I think, um, you know, you've talked about, you know, uh, on one side, people not being confident and the, you know, the expectation, the images we look at. But also, it's interesting, um, 
you know, that some people would probably feel that they are almost forced or they feel forced to present themselves on these apps in a certain way. And actually, because they're thinking, oh, that's how, for example, the women want to see their men or the men want to see their women. So therefore, they're posting the pictures of them in that manner. I 100% agree with that. And I do think that... um... (laughs) Sorry? I've come across a few people um, who have said to me, you know, well, I've put those pictures out because that's what women want. And I was like, really? So it's interesting. Definitely. And I think that um, as a society, we do have our society as a whole to blame for that Mm. because of the kind of idealistic role plays of men and women in media and that's carried forward in dating and our dating profile pictures as well we believe that there is a certain image that need we need to portray ourselves as to be attracted when the truth actually is that self-belief and self-confidence is the most attractive quality that anybody can have and when you truly have that you will not conform to these unwritten rules on what your profile pictures etc should look like and I think when people look at all these celebrities and the dating they're kind of aspiring to them but actually it's having to look behind those closed doors and see what actually is really going on because from the outside it's probably not as sweet and lovely 100%. So that's interesting. Um, thank you for that. I, um, I kind of want to talk a little bit now about single people being isolated and the effects on the mental health, especially right now. Yeah, definitely. So I've noticed there's quite a lot of uh, singles, maybe they're living alone, and the pandemic, the um, restrictions that are upon us all, has definitely had an impact on people's mental health there is quite a number of people who maybe have indirectly become for want of a better word antisocial during this time because you know the restrictions a lot of people do not feel comfortable with this level of technology they prefer that interaction in person Mm -hmm. and because we're not able to have that and the fact that they're not uh, exploring these other options, these virtual connections, it is then restricting the amount of interaction they have with people and therefore isolating themselves. Mm. So, I mean, what are the most common sort of factors that you're finding with like people who come to you or you might be talking to in terms of how you're supporting them to kind of get back into the dating or feel more confident? What kind of tips are you um, giving these single people? So one big thing with um, the point that I've just mentioned, where you may be used to in-person dating, and that might be your preferred style, is to be open-minded and adaptable to the idea of virtual dating. I mean, there are pros and cons to virtual dating, of course. However, you know, what is the harm in trying it? At the end of the day, we are restricted. We do have these... um, rules in place for a reason for our safety however we can still date we can still connect with each other we've just got to go out of our comfort zone and so I do promote virtual dating Mm -hmm. as a way to stay connected because 
okay, yes, we're not physically in the same space, but especially if you do a video call, you're able to see facial expressions, you're able to understand each other's mood, you're able to have a conversation. And if you go on our blog and look at our articles, there are so many activities that you can do together. And having spoken to some people who've been skeptical about virtual dating, when they've actually put it into practice and put some of the activities into practice, you often forget that you're actually on a virtual date because you're having so much fun interacting with that other person. It really is the next best thing to meeting in person. So, so I definitely would say people should um, just give it a try. Give it a go. Know, what's the worst that can happen? You just don't do it one yeah. more time. You don't know what you don't know. I mean, is there one of your favourite online activities that you could kind of... Um, shed some light on just give us one here that somebody could do oh yeah definitely so I'm a little bit competitive myself so one <laughs> of my favorite ones is online games night so this is a perfect one if you're a couple living together but also if you are separated during lockdown because there are so many apps websites that have created interactive gaming with each other but also with the likes of Zoom, Google Meets, et cetera, et cetera, you have these whiteboard facilities. So you can do things like Hangman or you can do Scrabble online or you can do um, nice. heads up on your phones. There, the, there is no limit in terms of gaming together. And if you're like me, if you're a competitive couple, it is so, so, so much fun to kind of keep that going and for anybody who's a bit camera shy, there are so many apps that you can do this via voice notes and texting as well. So you don't even have to see each other, but you've still got that connection. You've still got that element of fun and you've still got the competitive side of you. And it's so good because imagine if you went on date one and I don't know, the guy one and then date two, the girl one and then date three, it's like, oh my God, the tension, you know, who's going to win overall? <laughs> it just creates this amazingly fun connection together. I mean, it really is. It's so good. And, you know, the rise of house party app and the seven different games that they've got incorporated mm -hmm. is just one example of how gaming has helped so many people through this pandemic. And why not help with couples too, right? And um, I was also going to say that we've made my date with the bespoke packages that we do have a gaming bundle that you can purchase from us, which has all of those elements in there for a couple that are together. Mm -hmm. And we have bespoke made games as part of that, which some are universal and some are specially designed for a couple to add that bit of intimacy and romance into your date yeah. together. So, yeah. Oh, great. Sounds amazing, Shuggy. Absolutely amazing. So, it, you know, do go check out um, Made My Date website and check out the blogs and all the fun games and ideas that you've got for dating. Um, I wanted to ask you about young people. Now, um, I'm not sure um, what I mean, your clients, what age range do they tend to be? Or do you have a variety of age ranges that come to you? We definitely have a variety of ages, starting from 18 all the way up into 60s. But the majority of our demographic are 25 to 45, hence why we've done our virtual dating event for that age group. Okay, great. Um, I mean, I've just got an insight because of lockdown and what really young people are going through, because it seems that, you know, 
15, 16, 17 year olds are seem to be maturing a lot quicker. And there is a fear of um, mental health on their side of things when it comes to confidence, body image, dating, all of these, they're all connected. I mean, how do you see that? Um, and, you know, influencing and impacting them because of the whole social media? It is very, very difficult. I completely agree. There is a lot of pressure on the younger generation. And, you know, the, the media is to blame to some extent. There's a lot of um, image shaming, body shaming, and that kind of thing in mm. the media at the moment. And one thing that our coaching service definitely helps with that is being able to be comfortable in your own skin, yeah. understanding the importance of your self-esteem, your self-worth before anything else. Although we are a coaching for dating service, one thing that I emphasize with the clients is it is far more important to be happy with yourself than it is to find somebody. Yeah, you have to, you have need to love yourself first. Self-love, self-awareness, self have all of that in place because um, once you're happy with yourself, then everything seems to fall into place because you attract attract likes attracts if that's the right saying 100 percent, 100 and uh, the other thing i would say with dating also and this is really for any age mm. um when we are looking for somebody when we are dating um as a singleton we often put a lot of emphasis on that dating we spend a lot of time on it we almost give ourselves these imaginary deadlines that by the end of 2021, for example, mm -hmm. I want to be in a relationship, I want to be engaged or whatever it may be. And one thing I try to emphasize again, which I probably shouldn't have considering I'm a dating service, <laughs> but I try to emphasize that dating should not be the be all and end all of your goals in life. Mm -hmm. You should have personal goals, career goals, personal development goals, you know, things that you want to do that create a passion in yourself. Dating should really be on the same level and you should have a very good balance between all of these things in order to feel happy in all areas of your life. When you focus on dating, you almost can become consumed with those thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you're not getting the results you want within a certain time frame that you set yourself, you'll be disappointed. And so it should really coincide with all the other aspects of your life. Fantastic. Yeah, no, absolutely. Great points there. Um, and I completely agree that dating shouldn't be the be end of all and consuming completely. There should be a balance and um, there are things that you need to focus on more before the dating because that will come into place um moving on to my next question how do you imagine dating to look like in the next 15 to 20 years good question so it's hard to predict how <laughs> things are going to change after we get out of the current restrictions mm. but i do think a couple of things are going to stay and i think virtual dating i.e video call dating is going to stay um i was actually listening to the ceo of bumble on bloomberg recently mm -hmm. and she spoke about how 38 percent of her customer base said that they preferred virtual dating video call dating because it acted as a buffer as another filter process so where we have filters for age location etc mm. but the video calling it created a connection during 
this lockdown, but it also acted as a filter. So, you know, if you're not sure about whether you want to spend the time, the effort, the money, um, the traveling to go and meet somebody, you can do it virtually, you can do it on the video call. And that's a really good way to gauge whether you connect, uh, whether your personalities match, whether you have that spark before you've actually even gone out to meet this person. And it's a good way of making sure you don't get catfished. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. yes. no, I, you know, I can, I agree with that as well. I think it's a great way to look at dating. Um, you know, you, you kind of filter out all of that. Oh gosh, I've got to go out in the cold or the train ride or go to a place that you might not know and feel a bit uncomfortable, you know, so yeah. there's all those other aspects that do play on people's mind and can cause a bit of an issue sort of you know emotionally and mentally so i think you're absolutely right um virtual dating is a great start and i think that's probably one that should have started a long time ago really um yes definitely we had the technology before the pandemic but i think the pandemic has pushed it into the forefront and almost every single app and website service now provides this service so i think in terms of 15 years from now i don't think that's going to go anywhere i think you're definitely going to have two camps, people that enjoy it and people that don't. But I definitely think that is going to stay and become a part of dating culture going forwards. Yeah. The other thing... Make actual dating easier than when they do move into seeing each other face to face. So I think they'll definitely. feel more relaxed, more confident about what they where they're going and what they're getting themselves, not into, but um, for the next steps, if you know what I mean. Definitely, you you um, subconsciously you end up creating a connection with that person that's a lot deeper than a telephone call or a text message before you've even met them. So mm -hmm. often, what I've heard from a lot of my clients is that when they've done the video calling and then they've met in person, almost feel as though they already know the person because they've had that back and forth interaction on these video calls. Absolutely. Great. Right. Um, on to my next question is, um, where has it gone? Who has been the most influential person in your life? Oh, wow. That's a very cool question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There are so, so, so many people. So it's very hard to, um, narrow it down to one person, but I'm going to go with the, the cliche typical answer, but it's the <laughs> truth. And the answer to that is my mum, in the sense of I see her as the previous generation female entrepreneur. Wow. Um, so she ran her own business for 20 years with my father in the knitwear industry. Wow. And she was managing a team of 25 other ladies um, in the factory that we had. Mm -hmm. And she's one of those people who she always, always finds a way to make things easier and better for other people whilst not giving up on her own goals and dreams. And, and that's something that growing up, I've always looked at and thought, I want to be like that. Amazing. And that's not easy to do. So it shows that she's got so much resilience and clarity in what she wants and she knows who she is and where she's going. So that's absolutely amazing. Definitely, so definitely. And she taught me the value of the importance of helping others. Mm. 
She's definitely somebody I would love to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce you one day. <laughs> Once we're out of lockdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any famous quotes or affirmations that you follow or inspired by? Oh, wow. Can't think of any particular on top of my head, but I often create my own quotes, which I post on my Instagram and my Facebook accounts. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of that is taken from day-to-day -day experiences, things that I may have overheard and from strong, powerful influences. So I'll pick one that I posted recently that I absolutely love. Yeah. And this is Socrates. So it says, one word sets us free of all the weight and pain in life. That word is love. Nice. Yeah, Socrates. That's and I think that quote has a lot of power in it. Mm. It shows the power of love, whether it be in a dating scenario or family or friends. Yeah. You know, what if we give love, care, concern out, it can literally change our surroundings. It can change the people around us, but it can also change us as well. So I just think that's really powerful and it's really something that I strongly believe in and I would like to make that difference to people too. And I think it's about really knowing and understanding what the word love means. And that I think is key and fundamental because sometimes Definitely. it's interpreted. Right, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Okay. <laughs> before we end, uh, what has been the craziest thing that you've done on a date with someone? Oh, wow. With, oh, you were with someone in the past or, you know, what's the craziest thing you've done? <laughs> oh, there's so many. I've gone quiet now, haven't I? Because oh, I'm thinking has. of all the different, different dates that I've been on and all the funny stories. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I don't know how crazy this is, but I did once go on a date where I actually thought we were going to a restaurant that was local to us. Mm -hmm. So, so we got the tube and. I was expecting to get off at a certain stop. And then we carried on. Um, my partner at the time told me to carry on and we're getting off somewhere else. And I said, why? They said, oh, the place we normally go to is fully booked. So we're going to go somewhere else. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, great. Got off somewhere else, um, got out the station and he'd actually already pre-booked a taxi to take us to a hotel in the middle of nowhere Wow. And we ended up having a free course dinner there. And this place is one of those, um, it's a hotel with a spa. So you can have like a, a, a weekend away, for example. Lovely. So again, we <laughs> went there and we had a lovely meal. And I'm still not thinking anything of it, just going along with the meal, thinking, God, it's a nice surprise. And then he turns around and says, oh, yeah. And by the way, we've got access to the whole spa and all the treatments. too." Oh, how lovely. <laughs> Yeah, so not so crazy, but very memorable because memorable. the idea of suspense, the idea of surprises along the way, all of that just made it a really fun, memorable date together. That's nice. So, it, you know, it's kind of everything into one, keep the spice and sparks going. <laughs> Definitely. And I just really appreciated the effort that he had made. <laughs> This has been absolutely amazing. So if our listeners want to um, learn more about you or get in touch with you, 
what are your social media media handles that they can do that on? Okay, so we are across Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, we are at made underscore my underscore date. Mm -hmm. On Facebook, we are simply made my date. And we also have our own website. So you can go on that, which is www.mademydate.net. Fantastic. Great. Awesome. And just one last word for people just to... If you were to just say one sentence to sum up how people can look after their mental health um, when it comes to dating right now, what would that be? I would say self-care is key. Don't focus too much on dating. Keep a balance in your life. And when it does feel like it's a little bit too much, give yourself a little bit of self-care. Excellent. Well, there you have it from Shuggy, founder of Made My Date. Do check her out. Uh, lots and lots of wonderful services, four different services, one-stop shop for all. So check out the uh, website. And if you have any questions, do contact her and follow her on the social media links. So this is Zinat Narani from Vida de la Mariposa, Life of a Butterfly, Mental Health and Wellbeing Coach. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having us.